Hey world, this is Ross here with my podcast episode four. Um, welcome back. If you have listened before and if you're a new listener, uh, welcome for the first time. Uh, you can check out some dates I have coming up at rosslivermore.com. And as always, each episode of Hey World is brought to you by Dude Stoked, the lifestyle brand. Follow the Instagram account, Your Dude Stoked, um, and you can check out what we have for sale on there. That's at Y O U R E Dude Stoked. Um, you can also check out the Spotify playlist, Hey World playlist, um, where I'm posting all the songs that I'm talking about here as well as some other songs that I'm into from friends bands and bands that I'm just into currently. And also you can email me at heyworldpodcast at gmail.com for some recommendations. I'm sure there's things that I should be working on on this podcast. And uh, I'm always down for suggestions. So why don't we get into it? Hey World episode four. Let's do it. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Ross here. Welcome to uh, my podcast. Very exciting stuff. It's a big day. All my bills are paid, which is good. Uh, I just went on a little adventure too to Costco, if you're interested. Got some toilet paper, got some uh, uh, paper towels, some toothpaste, got some pimento cheese because we're going kayaking this sunday which is exciting um yeah big day took tina in the car with me and tina loves going on these adventures and i have an automatic starter in my car which is great so i just crank the ac lever in the car for a little bit whoa we got some guests also i just want to let you guys know uh this it's a three-segment podcast. What I'm doing is the first segment I'm just going to do as a live Instagram feed. So if you're joining me on Instagram, uh, <laughs> welcome. Is that Buzz? Oh, hey, Buzz. Um, yeah, so anyway, uh, welcome to the podcast. As always, I like to do shout-outs to some friends who are doing good work. And this is actually not a friend of mine. It's a person who I don't know, but I follow his Instagram account. And you should check out Tommy Siegel. Tommy is um, a cartoonist, but he's also a musician. And he has a project happening right now where he is posting a cartoon uh, once a day for the entire year. And some of these cartoons are just super funny, just weird and wacky. And I, and I, love, um, I love his page. So if you're into it, Check out Tommy Siegel, S-E-I-G-E-L, I before E, except after C, which is a rule that I still need to work on. Um, yeah, that's a good pod, uh, podcast. That is a good um, Instagram account. So yeah, I had a nice day today. I actually, yesterday too, I went on my friend Trevor Larkin's podcast, which should air sometime uh, next week, I think. But yeah, Trevor, he is a friend of mine. He plays in Alan Stone's band. He had a podcast called uh, Not Famous Podcast. They got 30 or so episodes in, and him and his partner, um, Jeremy Hatcher, 
started it and did great work. And Jeremy ended up moving out to LA because he got a job with Rick Rubin at Shangri-La Studios. I think that's what it's called. So yeah, he got a, a an offer he can't refuse. So Jeremy ended up moving back to LA. Trevor started his own podcast called Trevor Talks and Listens. And I got to go on it yesterday. So that should be fun. Um, it's cool. It's like a live video feed thing. And uh, Trevor is the ideal person to be hosting a podcast. I am not the ideal person to be uh, hosting a podcast. That's why I'm doing it. So I can uh, get better at, 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 at doing it. Um, but yeah, Trevor's killing it. And uh, I was, we had some, some weird and wild conversation. So check that out. Trevor talks and listens or speaks and listens. Either one. Look it up on iTunes. So I just started the Harry Potter series. Like I was saying when I first started, I just started getting back into, well, not really getting back into, just actually getting into reading. And, you know, it's funny, like I'm 34 years old now and I am really putting more of my focus on exercise and uh, getting my mind right for writing better music. And these are things that I regret I didn't do in my 20s. You know, I was in my 20s, just like a piece of shit. Like, I don't need to exercise. I can eat whatever I want. And uh, (laughs) that is just not a good way to look at it. So I'm way late to the party when it comes to reading and exercise and but I'm thankful I'm at the party now or just walking in the door to the party. But anyway, uh, my uncle Dana is the person who has probably read every book. I, him, my grandfather, my dad, they're just like avid readers. Anytime I have books that I ask them about, they've, they've read it and read the whole series. And so I email my uncle and I was like, hey, Dana, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to read and I, I'm looking for some recommendations. And he wrote me this epic, epic email with just way too many books that I, it'll take years. So, well, one of the, one of the suggestions, which I've heard from some other people, they're like, you know what, honestly, the Harry Potter books are great. And I owned uh, the first and the second book. So I figured I would give that give those a try. So I'm about halfway through the first book and it's great. Harry just got picked with uh pick to Gryffindor, which is exciting. And yeah, it's just fun. It's just like a fun book. Um, reminds me of being a kid. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. I finished great Gatsby, loved it. And I also finished of mice and men, which is a crazy story. Um, and I was trying to explain the whole the whole um, Lenny ending and the dog who was shot and how it tied in with each other. And she just, it's just something you have to experience firsthand for yourself. And I feel like whenever I talk about this stuff, I'm like Tim Allen or Tim, the Toolman Taylor, whenever like he talks to Wilson and Wilson gives him this like sage advice and he tries to regurgitate it and totally screws it up. And that's me all the time. Anytime I like listen to a podcast with like super insightful information or read something or see something on TV, I just like try to explain it and completely ruin it. And and the 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 story gets lost in my translation 
or my uh, interpretation. But that's why I'm doing the podcast, so I can get better at that. So anyway, um, thank you guys for tuning into this Instagram feed. I'm going to be doing this first segment all the time as a live Instagram and then like posting it and stuff. So when I talk about Tina, who actually isn't here in the room with me, I can show you uh, show you some videos and uh, see what she's up to. She's out of the cone on Thursday. She's been in the cone for two or three weeks, something like that. But yeah, now she's gradually, we're weaning her off the cone life. So she'll be back to a normal dog in, uh, in a couple days. So that's exciting. Anyway, I want to get into a song. And the song I have this week is by the world-famous, incredibly talented band Radiohead. And it's Paranoid Android. All right, so yeah, Radiohead, um, iconic band. Um, OK Computer is probably one of the greatest albums of all time. It is on a ton of lists in the top ten. They're a band. It's they're they're a weird band for me because I don't love all of their al. I mean, I guess no one really loves every band's you know like their whole catalog unless it's I don't know Tom Petty or something. But um, I I just remember. When this album came out, I was a teenager, and I was going to my dad's house on the weekends, and Rolling Stone, I think, came out with, you know, like this top 100 greatest albums of all time, and this album actually had just come out around that time, and it was in like the top 10 or something like that. So it was just like one of those albums that got the approval of the quote-unquote music experts. So as a teenager, you know, it was it was everywhere. So I bought it, and at first I didn't really love the album. I, you know, it's like one of those albums that you're supposed to like, so you get it, and you're at school, you're like, I love Radiohead, but I didn't really love it or fully understand it until way later. Um, but this is one song that always st- stood out for me on this album, partly because the music video was so weird. Um, it's this animated... Uh, like journey of one guy walking through this city. It's just a, it's a very odd video. And some of these videos that made it on MTV back in the nineties were like super risque and really weird. And I almost feel like it wouldn't get played today on any major network. And it obviously go on YouTube. Um, But I always thought the video like made me feel really uncomfortable and the song was super eerie. And uh, it was the one, that I always really liked from this album. Another song that was, you know, their big single was Karma Police. And yeah, it was great. And it wasn't really until um, In Rainbows that I kind of fell in love with another Radiohead album. I know Kid A was before that, but like I didn't really get into that one. So yeah, Paranoid Android was a song that I've just always loved. And it was kind of an important one in my my, uh, musical journey or my musical coming to age when I was younger. Um, and I, we ended up trying to cover it. We did it like a fairly good job. We like, we got through it, started and ended at the same point, which is always a good thing when you're playing someone else's song. But we did it at one of our uh, zombie proms, which we used to do back in Salem. 
uh, it was like every weekend before Halloween. Halloween in Salem is obviously a huge party, huge celebration in the city for the whole month of October. And we used to do this party called the Zombie Prom. Uh, we did it, I think, six years in a row. And it was ended up being on the Boston Globe's like number. It was number one on their top ten things to do in October in Salem our zombie prom. So that was like, we built it into this really cool party. We had prom pictures. We had a acting principal, you know, we had prom king and queen. It was this really neat thing. But I just remember one time we did this song at that and we thought it was cool, but like, you know, at those parties, everyone's just like, play something I can dance to. And this is not a song (laughs) that people can really dance to, but we did it anyways. And one of the things I'm going to start doing with this segment of the podcast I might start adding other segments and you know it might not be a song every week or it might it might always be changing because you know I can do that I'm the only one in the room and as all things do they evolve but one of the things I'm going to start doing with this segment is not playing the recordings of the songs anymore I'm actually going to um, play the actual song on acoustic and uh, it kind of gives me a, a deeper understanding of the song, and it's easy for easier for me to it's it's better for me so I can I can learn the music as opposed to just you know playing someone else's song and talking over it. Um, it gives me an opportunity to to dig a little deeper into the songs, and hopefully that would uh, improve my songwriting in some weird subconscious way. So I'm gonna gi- I'm gonna give this a shot here. I haven't really played this one in a while. Um, but yeah, let's, let's give it a shot. This is Paranoid Android. Let me make sure I'm tuned up. It is, it is the allergy season here in Tennessee, so, and I haven't done my vocal warmups yet, so I'm going to give this one a whirl and hopefully, hopefully we get through it and it's okay. Please could you stop the noise of trying to get some
ambition makes you look pretty ugly. Kicking, screaming, Gucci little piggy. Got through it. <laughs> it's not my best performance, but I made it through. Um, yeah, I love that song. And it, it goes back to the point I made um, a couple episodes ago with this uh, Marin Morris song, The Middle. It's like, that song is super intricate. Not that, not The Middle, Paranoid Android. <clears throat> it's super intricate. Um, there's a lot of moving parts. There's time signature changes. There's a lot of cool um, guitar lines in there that obviously I can't translate to acoustic guitar. But when it it's all boiled down to the song with a singer and an acoustic guitar, the song is just cool and it's really good and it's well-written and well-constructed. 
um, there's almost like movements in it. You know, there's like the three movements. There's the um, the first intro verses, and then when it switches to uh, the more riffy rock, and then that that time signature change. Dun, da, 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 um, and then everything kind of ends, and it really could end at that part. But then it switches keys, and it and it goes into that, um, that like walk down minor feel, and um, I kind of just cover the main vocal line at that section. But there's like a ton of different moving vocal parts, and um, it's just like a super interesting song, and that's why Radiohead is so great because they are just undeniably great songwriters and creative people on their own as well as in a group. And that's like the best uh, formula for a band is a, a bunch of guys in a room that have played together forever that are just honest with themselves and each other. And they write great songs and they're creative and they're just doing the thing that is true to themselves. And I think that uh, Radiohead is a perfect example of a band that has done that over their entire career and has uh, risen to the highest of heights in music. And uh, I admire them as a band and am inspired by them as a band. So yeah, that's Radiohead. Um, I'll throw Paranoid Android on um, on the Hey World playlist. But if you have time, you should definitely go back and check out that video because if you're my age or older, I'm sure you're going to remember seeing that on MTV and being like, what the fuck is this? Uh, it is just, it's wacky, but anyway, yeah, that's, that's Paranoid Android by Radiohead. Let's get into a show. And I haven't been able to, uh, see very many shows in the last couple weeks, um, between music and working at Zany's. So I'm going to talk about another show that I saw at Zany's here. Uh, it was Burt Kreischer, the machine. So let's get into that. So as my many listeners said sarcastically, uh, no, my side job here in Nashville, I work at a comedy club called Zanies, and it is interesting to say the least. I get to see a ton of cool shows and meet some great comedians, and the comedian who was in there this weekend is named Burt Kreischer, who if you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, he's a regular guest. He's friends with like Tom Segura, Brian Callen from Fighter and the Kid, um, just part of that whole world and if you've seen the movie van wilder that movie is actually based on bert's college career and i think when he was in one of his later years of school he, he won national partier of the year that was an award i think in some some random magazine but yeah they based that movie on him and he ended up going into stand-up comedy years later he is now uh, known as the machine because of a study abroad experience. He reminds me of some of my friends that I studied abroad with. Um, <laughs> just like a wild man. But yeah, he had this story called the machine where he got involved with some Russian gangsters and he became, uh, he, his nickname became the machine. So, but anyway, um, yeah, he did five shows. I worked all of them. And a lot of times when I worked there, the comedians, tend to not really like talk to the staff and they just stay in the green room and then they head out after their shows. But Bert was 
probably out of every show that I've worked there by far the coolest comedian who's come through. He, after every show was talking to the staff and he, a couple of the shows, he actually did this thing called the, um, the server lottery where at the end of his show, he passed around a bunch of buckets and had everyone at the show put in five, 10, 20 bucks. And he put all the servers names into a hat and pulled out a name and they won the, all the money, which both shows ended up being like six or $700. I didn't win, but both of the people that won, uh, really deserved it. They both, one of them, Kevin, who got, he just got into a car accident, had to fix his car. And the other girl, Michelle, it's actually pronounced Michelle like that. Uh, her sister's graduating college and she is going out to Vegas for her graduation. So it was both like well-deserved, like definitely karma was involved when, when those two people won the, uh, the server lottery, but it just show it goes to show like that he understands. He's like, when he, even when he did the lottery, he was like, you know, it's going to be like eight to a thousand dollars. Like, and I don't know if any of you, any of you work paycheck to paycheck, but that could save someone's life at this point. So he's just like, so cool to the servers at the end of the last show when he's doing the meet and greet, he bought pizza for everybody. Um, I have in, in my, I think I worked there for a year and the whole year I've never encountered a comedian who was as cool to the staff as Burt Kreischer was. And that is just him as a person, not even to mention his comedy, which was on point and prolific. Like a lot of times you see the same show, people will be there all weekend. They do two shows a night. They'll do the same exact show every night. And Bert wasn't that. He's he's a, a, a storyteller. And some of his stories, he like at the end of his shows, he's like, does anyone want to hear um, any of the stories? And I've, obviously everyone wants to hear the machine story. Uh, but he just has nonstop stories and can go on and on. And it was like, it was great. It was just, it, it's, it's amazing to witness people like that who are killing it, um, in their field and also just super humble about it. He actually, he's, he's one of those guys too, where like he, he is the life of the party. So whenever he's speaking, everyone is surrounding him. Um, so it was the Kentucky Derby this past weekend and that's about three hours from Nashville. So he's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to rent a party bus. We're going to go place one bet on the long shot horse. And then we're going to drive back to Nashville, which we ended up not doing. But he's just like comes up with these grandiose ideas all the time. Which if you listen to the Rogan podcast um, with him on there, they did this sober October thing. He ran the L.A. Marathon on no training. Just a wild man. And um He's an inspiring comedian, so I think he has a Netflix special coming out probably, um, I think, in a couple months from now. But he has one also out called, I think it's on Showtime, maybe it's called The Machine. And you should check it out and check him out on, on Instagram. His stories are great. He is just in, in, uh, an inspiring guy to be around and a super funny comedian and a, and a person who... If at some point I get to to a level that he's at, I want to take take some uh, take some pages out of the Burt Kreischer book. So, yeah, killing it, awesome. So anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in again to this this Hey World episode four podcast. 
I'm going to start doing the Instagram live thing for the first segment. It won't be as awkward as this one. Um, I promise this will start getting better. I think it already is getting better. I'm getting more comfortable with it. And that was the point. So thanks again for, for following the journey and, and, and being a part of this. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and share it. Rate it on iTunes. Um, you can go to rosslivermore.com for all the shows and upcoming events. Um, thanks to Dude Stoke. Follow them at yourdudestoked on Instagram. And follow the Hey World playlist on Spotify for um, all the music that I'm into and all of the other stuff that's going on. So thanks again, Hey World. Uh, We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.